Um, I'd like uh, perhaps to to uh, turn to Second Kings chapter six uh, and verse first seven verses of Second Kings chapter six, and uh, just say say a few words before we get down to prayer as we wait on the Lord for revival. And uh, this this section in the Word of God is about the prophet Elisha and the sons of the prophets um, that wanted to expand their dwelling place. I'll, I'll just read the first, the first few verses. And the sons of the prophets said unto Elisha, Behold now the place where we dwell, with thee is too straight, too small for us. Let us go, we pray thee, unto Jordan, and take thence every man a beam, and let us make us a place there, that we may dwell. And he answered, Go ye. And one said, Be content, I pray thee, and go with thy servants. And he answered, I will go. So he went with them. So Elisha then went with the sons of the prophets and uh, he joined them in the cutting down of this timber and when they came to Jordan they cut down wood but as one was felling a beam the axe head fell into the water and he cried and said alas master for it was borrowed and the man of God said where fell it and he showed him the place and he cut down a stick and cast it in thither, and the iron did swim. Therefore he said, Take it up unto thee. And he put out his hand and took it. It's an amazing little story, isn't it? Of something that happened that was so unusual. And uh, I just want to maybe start from this, uh, say from from verse five. So they were cutting down this timber to expand their dwelling place, and this axe head came off the axe and fell into the water. And a uh, bit of a calamity, right now. That's it, lost, gone. You can imagine trying to find an axe head made of metal in the water and no doubt it sank to the bottom sank into the mud sank into whatever it was there stones debris whatever it was it could have been semi-buried as well a lifeless lump of metal semi-buried difficult to retrieve if not impossible and uh, of no use to anybody really a lifeless lump of metal. But the man of God said, where, where did it fall? And this axe man showed him where it fell into the water. And Elisha the prophet cut down a stick, cast it in, and the iron floated to the top. 
the King James Version has it, it swam. Now, the, uh, it's just wonderful, really, the way this is written. And uh, if you read it like this, the, if, if, you, if you can follow me, the axe head fell into the water. It was useless. The, the, the prophet threw in a stick and raised it up. Now, if we start off thinking about it this way, let that stick be the work of the cross on a life. Let that stick be the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. You see my pictures all over the place here. I'm just going to switch myself off. Let that cross be applied to a life and see what happens. The prophet Elisha cast in that stick. And when that cross is applied and cast into a life, marvellous things can happen. We are saved. We are saved and we're redeemed. The man said the stick, the, sorry, the axe head was borrowed. It was a valuable piece of equipment, but it was borrowed. It wasn't even his own. And we are that borrowed axe head. We are, our life is not our own. We have been redeemed. We've been bought with a price. We have, in fact, we give our life to the Lord. We give it back to him. But the Lord gave his life for us. He bought us. He shed his blood for us that covers our sins. And the Lord Jesus Christ, if you like, we have been bought back to him. We're redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. And the axe head, when it sunk to the bottom, became pretty much useless, really, unless it was found. And a way was made to raise up that axe head. And the work of the Holy Spirit on a life can make something that is lost and useless and raise it up to become useful again. The iron did swim. And the supernatural work of the cross can make the iron swim, can make the lifeless body swim, rise up to the surface, be filled with the Holy Spirit. And in such a day as this, is it not important, is it not imperative for us to be filled with the Holy Spirit? As Duncan Campbell said once, it takes the supernatural to burst the bands of the natural. And all around us, we see the natural at work. All around us, we see sin at work. We see the natural man doing what he wants to do. We see just the results of man walking away from God. But what is the answer to that? The answer to that is the gospel message, is the work of the cross. Do people want to hear that? No. Are we able to reach out and uh, have a, a word, a message, a gospel that will apprehend people where they're at? Well, thank God for the gospel message that goes out and meets people today and people who are being saved today. Thank the Lord that the Lord in his mercy still saves. And we do often pray for our families and people we know and people around us where we live. But revival 
I believe, is the supernatural work of God, saving multitudes, saving many. And that wonderful work of God takes the Holy Spirit to take up the word of God and proclaim it with power. As we heard a wee while ago, when Paul preached the word, it was with power and in much assurance, much conviction. It reached people right in their hearts. It, it was able to divide apart from just right into a person, right where they need to hear it. And that's the work of the Holy Spirit. And this axe head that did swim is like being filled with the Holy Spirit of God. And the apostle reminds us, he says, do not be filled with wine when there's access, but be filled with the Spirit. We need to be filled with the Spirit of God. We need to be able to proclaim Christ and him crucified, risen again the third day. And we need that help of the Holy Spirit to enable us to be able to be an evangelist to our families, those we know, those outside of our sphere. We need to be able to preach the gospel message. So I just thought that that little uh, story, that little excerpt from the Word of God regarding the axe head that floated, we can apply it to our own individual lives where we as members of the, of the body of Christ can be filled with the Holy Spirit and know that continual filling of the Holy Spirit. We know we're saved and the Holy Spirit comes in, that spirit of conviction, we're saved. The Lord gives us the Holy Spirit when we are saved. But to be continually filled makes a huge difference, doesn't it? Duncan Campbell again, the supernatural, the burst, the bands of the natural. Uh, Duncan Campbell also said, just when we're on the topic, he also said, the particular prerogative of the Holy Spirit is to purify, then to empower. To purify, then to empower. And I do believe we are feeling, as we have been gathering around in this hour of prayer, we have been feeling that purifying work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. We've been feeling changed. We've been feeling the word of God has helped. And when we pray, it helps us. And I do feel that the Lord is already at work in our lives by the Holy Spirit. And it's just lovely to have that hope that the Lord can empower each of us by the Holy Spirit. And that is the way the church, the Lord wants the church to be, isn't it? We're all members of the one body. The Lord has uh, has a body, the church, made up of many members. And those members have different gifts, different functions. But we're all one body and we all need to be empowered by the Holy Spirit. Anyway, it's just a little thought. Um, I hope you don't uh, throw me off the prayer group for, <laughs> for saying these things. But uh, I just hope it helps us to be able to come before the Lord and to be able to pray this day. Thank you.